Welcome to the Me, My Thoughts, and Eyes podcast, a podcast that's a collection of random thoughts from the scatterbrain. I am your host, Jinx, and listener discretion may be advised. Folks, you know what I'm saying? It's like we got a demo tape and don't nobody want to hear, but it's like this the South got something to say. That's all I got to say. Kanye spaceship, greatest Negro spiritual of all time. Don't at me. You know what? They really had us growing up looking at uh, Native American arrowheads and and searching for for those and, and pottery like like they was dinosaur bones like these people really were not still alive in here like i get it that even though people are still alive like these could be old artifacts but still it was really just feeded into like oh these people don't exist no more they 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 were here with the dinosaurs and then i was it they left after the jurassic period like 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 dress like jurassic park was was about animatronic Native Americans. It's ridiculous. It could 100% just be my timeline and who I'm following, but I feel like for this upcoming election, the last election, that I have not heard Republicans, conservatives, etc. really go this hard about not voting. And the thing is, I understand it. I get it. I understand the protests. I understand um, us or anyone who identifies as more on the progressive, the left side or whatever. Um, there's a lot more or at least a bit more diversity uh, in terms of demands and, and what we want versus... Um, you could say almost a hive. I won't say the hive mind because they can say that on this side. But there, when it comes to Republicans, as we've seen, even though they might protest, like they was talking trash about Trump early on in the the primaries, but soon, but pretty much all them jokers fell in line, and they and they been falling in line. Even if they they was talking cash ish, Trump was clearly talking cash ish about them, their family, they fell in line. So, and I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, right? I'm not saying that is because it's it's not right. Obviously, no 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 laws, no scruples, no morals, none of that on that end, right? But I don't know. I don't. For me, I just don't understand. I understand the protests and not being per se happy with the the um people who well at this point Biden and Kamala, right? But even even earlier in the primaries and and once again last election and the number of of folks who was down for Bernie who was just like oh well we just not voting you know because Bernie's not in it I sure it's your right to like you don't have to but what I I guess what I don't understand is we got to look at what we face with yes this two party system is flawed than a mud right. 
yes, it should be more than just a lesser of two evils. And we got to work towards that. Right. But. If we stuck in this system. And it is a lesser two evils. You realize when you don't vote that just the, the stronger evil wins. Right. That's really just strengthening that vote. So I, I'm not mad per se at the the level of protest. In terms of, oh, I'm I'm prefer a xyz candidate and then you use that to put pressure on the candidate we do have to make them actually take up and address issues that um we find pertinent and very pressing right so you apply that pressure right use that that sort of vocal protest as a way to apply that pressure but the not voting piece is just it it puts out there in the air that that's a valid option. Like, that's going to, like, oh, enough people didn't vote, so therefore, oh, we just going to, there is no president this term. Nobody wins. That's not how it works. If a bunch of the Democratic registered voters are not voting, that just means the Republican candidate, those votes are just that much stronger. So, therefore, you are kind of strengthening the other side in, in that sense I, once again it's an unfair situation we put in like that but that's that's the, what we in right now and i don't have the numbers but i know that was i remember that being a large uh protest around hillary and and particularly bernie versus hillary and just how bernie bros if you will operate sometimes um and i remember hearing and I know I've heard it this time, too. So I don't know the number of people who opted not to vote off the top of my head. And that'd be something to look up a little later. But yeah, it just I don't know. It just baffles me. The the amount of people like it. When is that the the logical answer? Right. Um, I was listening to the Black Eyed Tips and they were talking about that um, letter that a uh, hundred black men signed that include like uh P Diddy and and um I don't know a bunch of other cats who have some not all of them but some of them who have previously talked about not voting and, and choosing not to vote but they were uh requesting that Biden should pick a black woman which a lot of people were kind of putting that pressure out there anyway. Um if he doesn't, they're not going to vote. And and I understand, once again, you put that, that pressure. And that doesn't that's not to say that they might have not been bluffing a little bit and saying, oh, we won't vote for you if you don't do this. That is, even if he ended up picking Buttigieg or, or you know, some, some other white man, they probably still would have. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, let me somewhat take their words. If they said they wouldn't vote, they might not vote it. But I can't really say for sure what the call is but it's i i guess when you keep putting that energy out there that it's a valid option i mean so i don't know if you don't vote you have in my opinion if you if you can vote right once i'm i'm overlooking any um voter suppression issues right that's a that's a different that's a little bit different but if you are willing and able or you are able to vote 
uh, no one has suppressed your vote. You're able to either send it, mail it in, or go down there physically. Um, whatever. If you are fully capable of voting and you choose not to, I don't, I don't, I feel like, I don't want to say you don't got no say, but it's also like, I don't really want to hear you like wilding out about another four years of Trump because you chose not to, you, you could have helped prevent this. I get it. I get it. It's once again, it's not a the greatest situation, but yeah, I don't want to hear you complaining about anything Trump does, has done or, or, or potentially, hopefully will not continue to do. Because you was like, nah, I'm going to sit this one out. I don't know, man. I'm not the most political savvy. I don't know all the numbers, but I do know that. I do know that under this system we have, like, you, you got to vote. Like, if you... I ain't saying I was going for Biden and, and Harris. That wasn't at the top of my ballot, my ticket, but I ain't voting for Trump, and I don't want him in there no more. It's fascinating to me that some people have this idea that everybody can be rich and wealthy, right? Anybody can achieve making six, seven figures, maybe more, right? However, when you start talking about bringing in different social support to help different people and kind of help create a, a solid baseline for, for folks, so things like raising the minimum wage, uh, universal health care, other protections and all that to help keep people from being in poverty, being uh, in the streets and and living in these poor conditions. As soon as you start talking about that, though, all of a sudden there's not enough wealth to go around to some of these things. People is all of a, as soon as you start talking or spreading the idea of socialism, which I believe is just a, the reason why it's associated this way has to deal, of course, with. Uh, historical, the current media perceptions, and, and even um, education, right? Uh, I definitely recall in, in some ways that it was presented in textbooks and everything was, was that, you know, socialism means that everybody's going to be living in poverty, living in the dirt. So it, it, it just doesn't add up to me, that that line of thinking. Everybody can be a millionaire, but everybody can't. If they work hard enough, but every there's not enough to go around, quote unquote, work hard enough, but there's not enough to go around to sort of create a solid, sturdy baseline for people so that everybody has uh, equal access to decent living, education, health care and, and food. Doesn't make sense. And this whole idea of working hard enough. And you'll achieve these great successes and and wealth is is really just asinine. And I, I mean, you would think some people would realize that that's not the case, but of course, folks want to buy into this because there's no way that I'm gonna say myself who's doing all right. I mean, 
could be better. Thanks, it's whatever, whatever. But I'm in school right now. But there's no way that I would ever say that I work harder than someone who's out here working two, three jobs to support kids, grandkids, parents, other family members, right? And who is not. Like, by, by that standard, these folks who are really at the bottom should really be at the top because they really are out here busting ass. So that that whole thing doesn't make sense to me. Just because you went to college, just because you got your degree and you work in an office job does not mean you worked harder than anyone else. I've been to college, been to a major college, PWI. I've been in these office jobs, been in high paying, high, high level positions in major corporations. Niggas wasn't working that hard. <laughs> not at all. Been in there. And, and, and once again, in these, when you look at these structures, so I was particularly in my last role at one of the higher levels, um, reporting uh, directly to presidents and directors, right? Honestly, which wasn't for a lack of trying on my end. That was more so I just wasn't given a lot of work. But honestly, I wasn't doing, I wasn't breaking a sweat in that mug sitting in there working spreadsheets. Folks who were a couple of levels below me by organizational structure, not by my determining of how I feel about them or their worth, but out there working for um, working hourly and stuff like that. They they was the ones putting in mad work. They was on the phone. They was doing mad work twenty four seven. They were paid the least. They were valued the least, and it showed in the way that um, some managers treated them and, and spoke about them at times, right? But, and it's not to say some of my other co-workers who are on my level or higher or, or whoever wasn't working quote-unquote hard, but it, bottom line is that's all relative. Um, and I've been in these jobs, right? I've been in these quote-unquote menial jobs. I've worked in your fast food and your restaurants and your warehouses and um more outside manual labor stuff i've i've been in all these positions i've up to like i said the office positions and juggers be working all across the board just because it ain't what someone is telling you is the real work and matters more and means that you're working harder doesn't mean that these other folks don't matter so i don't know man that 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 don't be sitting right to me either when people pull that out there that whole pull yourself up by your bootstraps which of course at least what i to my understanding was a farce is the the original uh meaning of that phrase is that it was meant to be a joke because you can't pull yourself up by your bootstraps that's like physically impossible so but it was ended up taking the course to mean what it does today sort of like jack of all trades i forget what they say the whole um, the whole phrase is because the idea is jack of all trades a master of none. So people say you spread yourself too much. You look at it as a bad thing, but the rest of the phrase is something like something to the lines of though that that low key could be better though than just only knowing one thing or not being that good at one thing. If spreading your talents out, but I digress. I'm I'm rambling. Man, so 
what a week it has been well on one hand back to school for me and uh this week has just been completely full very busy thrown right back in action as 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 tends to happen with these semesters uh mixing it in with the virtual as well just adds a whole nother component it's real hard to get away from the desk so it's literally just be in front of this computer for 12 hours straight working on stuff answering emails reading in class teaching class that's a new thing i'm teaching as well this semester so so updates on that to come as the semester goes that's a a interesting thing for me but wishing all safety to everyone who's going back ideally you know well the virtual is not ideal but i think it's better than the, the physical danger which we've already seen the different outbreaks at, at some of these major universities which i can't even blame those kids sometimes i talking with the homies i don't i don't even know what i could say what we would have did when we were in that age because it's easy to say now like yeah i wouldn't do that but i don't know if 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 everything was like oh you it's good enough to come back to school it'll be safe and you know you kind of follow the lead of authority figures because especially when you're younger because that's how you're you're reared up and, and and taught to be so if your your university your president and and his administration and even your parents are all being like oh it's cool so you're just gonna be like all right it's cool and when you go back to campus, you're going to be like, well, we're all here anyway. You, you're not going to be able to stop these kids from wanting to drink and do what they want to do. They don't have to go to class either, basically. Well, not physically. You're on campus, but you don't have to, to like physically show up for a class. You just got to pop up and open up a Zoom and maybe not even turn your camera on. I, I, I couldn't I could not say I did an immense amount of dumb stuff as in as a teenager to young adults. So I can't even can't even hold them. Uh, I don't think the blame lies on them more than it does authoritative figures that have sort of influenced these these situations and, and guided them. Just on a, a another note, another tone, I just really just thinking about that that old saying that death comes in threes this week really just was filled with unsuspecting deaths and not even necessarily for me personally um last night we got the, un- the unfortunate news that the, of the untimely passing of chadwick bozeman uh and and king of wakanda you know that that really knocked me off my pivot but even outside of that not me personally but this week friends of mine have been dealing with untimely deaths too one i'm not as familiar with to know if it was so sudden but to me it seems so sudden because she was so young but i didn't a person that i don't know that well myself has seen around but people i'm real tight with that's like their bestie and then also another friend having one of her her good friends who just died suddenly this weekend so it's just out of nowhere yeah so it's been a, a somber week in in that respect and and just definitely one that's a reminder that you you never really know when your time is going and you really want to want to make the most of it and and be impactful in a good way as you can and just to think if seeing the the comments going around on social media about how it's just amazing specifically for chapman chadwick excuse me that 
he filmed these movies with stage three colon cancer and i don't know much about it but from talking with someone and who who has a, a family history of it and just saying that yeah when he's seen it once you you get colon cancer that's one of the more aggressive ones and it's kind of it's kind of it yeah and so just even knowing that he still was out here pumping out pumping out hits and 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 created this this moment was a part of this moment like black panther always was and forever will be it was a moment before a year before the movie even came out we were we were all hyped for it and it's just so i've already been making steps to try to make my life more meaningful not just to me but to other people but really just yeah ain't no time for games because you don't know how much time you have so somber note to end on but it's just yeah it's been it's been a shocking week you just never really know thank you for listening to the me my thoughts and eyes podcast you can find me wherever you like to listen anchor soundcloud google Podcasts, itunes spotify etc feel free to follow me on twitter at thoughts and eyes that's i spelled e-y-e-s check out my blog on wordpress me my thoughts and eyes.wordpress.com feel free to send me an email at me my thoughts and eyes at gmail.com don't forget to like subscribe and comment and feel free to hit me up with any feedback or criticisms you may have once again thank you and be blessed